Now, here's the thing. Like you said, if, if somebody rolled into a holiday party with this box, we'd be best friends. Yeah. I would sit down right next to this dude. Inspired by the adventures of our nurses, therapists, and techs, A Beer with Atlas is the only healthcare traveling, craft beer drinking podcast. Each week, we'll open a few beers, talk about the brewery and the style of beer, and then dive into some research curated specifically for each episode. In the end, we hope each one sounds like a conversation you'd have with your friends while enjoying a few cold ones. ready fellas yeah welcome to another episode of a beer with atlas i'm rich i'm brian and i'm dolan i'm serious i feel like we yeah. got we got a lot we got a lot to do okay all right i'm second, ready second episode of our christmas episodes uh every year samuel adams does a christmas box mm-hmm. this year it's called let's see what's it it's called the cheer beers for cheers okay beers for cheers box mm-hmm. and uh you get two uh two beers you get two boston lagers obviously uh, two winter lagers, two holiday white ales, two of the returning and very popular old Fezziwig, mm-hmm. two reunion IPAs, holiday hoppiness, and two holiday porters. I was sad when I purchased one of these boxes. Okay. And the labels were different. Yes. Yes. Because I remember the old Fezziwig had a picture of Fezziwig. Of with old a big Fezziwig. old thing on it. And yep. Yeah, they all had a thing. They... They definitely... Uh, now it's just like reading. I don't want to read. I want to drink beer and look yeah. at pictures. I can't read. <laughs> yeah. They just changed the colors. Yeah. And I'll be honest, even like the Holiday Porter one looks a little out of out of focus a little bit. I don't know. This one does kind of too. Yeah, a little bit. And we haven't even started the box. This one's kind of red on there. I know. Yeah. All right. We ready to get in this? Which, uh, which, which, would you, which, what do you want to start with first? Well, I think we can let... The porter and the fizzy wig warm. Mm-hmm. So I would say we want to start with any of the other ones. I would say probably the IPA, right? Okay. Reunion IPA. Yeah, reun- holiday hoppiness reunion. Now, my research is kind of all over the place today for this because I was re- trying to research each of the beers. Mm-hmm. And then I had actual other research to go with it. So we'll we'll be jumping around quite a bit today. Now, we've done Sam Adams enough that I only did research on these beers. And I really only took it from their website to give a description of the beer itself. Then we might we might have some of the same things, but... Double up a little bit. This is the one I think I wrote down. This is all I wrote down. Citrus and pine aromatics. Lightly toasted malt. That's exactly what it says on there. There you website. go. Yep. That's where I got that from. How's Re- it smell? Mm. Um, IPA. Kind of weird. Yeah. Kind of weird. <laughs> hmm. Here's here's what I think I know about Sam Adams, and I can say that because I drink their beer a lot, mm-hmm. a lot. I don't know if I like their IPAs. I don't yeah. know if and I I don't know. I just it just has, I've never been a fan. Remember when they did the Rebel IPAs a while back, and the, yeah, I like those. Yeah, I did not though. Maybe that was before my IPA days. Yeah, because I don't even know if they make that anymore. Do they? Mm-mm. They because they I had don't the, think so. Kind of, the, they were one of the first ones that had the pint can. Like yes. in a mass-produced yep. way. I was just there not too long ago at SIA, and we, we drove over. It's like 30 minutes from downtown Denver. It's not far, right? And uh, we in their in their tap room itself, the little the very small tap room, uh, they had a bunch of different beers you couldn't get anyplace else, right? Just only beers from mm-hmm. there. They had a barrel-aged Oktoberfest, 
like a rum barrel aged Oktoberfest. Yeah, that sounds good. That was over the top, like alcohol rummy. Yeah. It was, oh my goodness. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Rum and Oktoberfest sounds Ooh. like it would match pretty well. Yeah. Mm. Yes, 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 it did. Uh, so here's Reunion IPA. Extract every bit of magic from this year's celebrations, just as we did with the re- with this Reunion IPA. This golden IPA has bright citrus and pine aromatics with a hint of lightly toasted malt. It has a lean body and a crisp, clean finish. I'd say it has more than pine aromatics. It has pine flavor it to de- me. It definitely does. Yeah. Piney. Mm-hmm. It's, I get why it's a holiday IPA. Like, it does remind me of Christmas a little bit with the piney. Mm-hmm. My father-in-law thinks to this day, and he's been around me long enough to know that this isn't true, but he still feels that every IPA tastes like Christmas trees. And that's what he'll say. <laughs> I don't like drinking Christmas trees. <laughs> this one is close. I will give him that. I will. But I, I like it. I've definitely had some that taste like pine cones, mm-hmm. right? Like you grind up, you, you emulsify pine cones, and that's kind of what it tastes mm-hmm. like. It tastes better than it smells. I, I can't get over the smell of it, personally. Mm. I can tell you, it's my least favorite out of all of them in the box. Well, then luckily we started with it. Exactly. It only goes up the slope from mm-hmm. here. From the here. slope, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, you were, yeah, you weren't messing around. Well, look, we, got, were a serious lot, we got a lot of work to do. Well, there's still more in there. Well, we might have to come back around. We'll come back around Okay. To it. Yeah, because oh we'll definitely gosh. rank them in the end. Okay. So. Uh, these, this box is available at every fine retailer that you could possibly think of. And some that aren't of. that fine. Well, that's true. Probably. Yeah. Some gas stations I and bet. sketchier places, maybe. <laughs> oh, they I still sell it, though. I can't wait to talk about some more of these, because there's a couple in here that are just hmm, top-notch. Oh, but let's, let's, let's keep going, then. All right, Whatever. let's do it. Holiday White Ale. Let's, let's just go in, we'll go in order, then. Holiday I was white. hoping you'd pick this one. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Let me give you the breakdown off their website. Do it. They sell this one in six packs. Yeah. 12 packs. In the mix pack. Also has cinnamon, nutmeg, and orange peel, which kind of is wheat, right? Yeah. So we're in the wheat family tree, but it also says citrusy and hazy on the on the bottle. If you enjoy a blue moon, this is like uh, this is like an unleaded blue moon, mm. maybe a uh, uh, maybe a little more aggressive blue moon. Well, you're a little aggressive with the pour there, too. <laughs> Almost went over. Mm. Almost the orange and like the citrus and yeah. and that. What is that? Holiday spice, man. Just probably just, the nutmeg. Just huh? punches you right in the nose. But oh yeah, yeah. It's it is. It's as holiday as you could possibly I get. Would I think. Like them to make a mandel that smells like this, which is a man candle. Mm-hmm. Uh, with this aroma, I would mm-hmm. burn it. I'd sniff it. It's, it's just right there. Even nose. after like like swish it around a little bit and leave it, and it's just man. It's just 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 punches you in the mouth. Yeah, it is pretty aromatic mm-hmm. right yeah that tastes that tastes real good i think this was the one that you texted me about after you bought the box yes and you said i think that this one thing is the one uh-huh. it's the winner mm-hmm. um it is the winner so much that i did find it in the six pack as they mentioned okay and i bought a six pack of it oh. so i have more of this one at home mm-hmm. i still have a couple left from my box um i'm not gonna say which ones 
because that might indicate, mm, you know, you I want to play fair. A bias. Right. But I will say that I did buy a six-pack of this one specifically. Mostly to share a couple with my wife because this is kind of more her style than mine. She would, She likes the style? She's she a wheat. The... She came into craft beer with the wheat one, like wheats were a thing. Okay. You know, we've been on the train at the same time because I make her take me places. Sure. So mm-hmm. when we go to the brewery, you know, 10 mm-hmm. years ago, mm-hmm. most places had a wheat or a Hefeweizen or something, and that was the style she liked. Hmm. But you can't hardly find it anymore, and this is as close as we got with this box, so I got a six-pack. Why is that? Do you think that breweries aren't making wheats anymore? I mean, why do you think that is? I think just tastes change over time. People decided they liked IPAs, especially hazy yeah. IPAs. Okay. It's more, those styles seem to be more approachable for people. Um, and there seems to be some connotation, I don't know, with wheats and hefts is like a girl's drink. Like for women, maybe? Interesting. Whereas big hmm. bearded dudes are like, give me double IPAs and stouts, and right. they're not ordering like a Saison or a Hefeweizen, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. It's it's a meme, like it's an internet meme or a lifestyle because- Oh, of course. What's the commercial out right now? It's like a whiskey- It's the highball. It's the Jim the Beam, Beam highball. Highball commercial. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, you want an IPA or- uh, you want a dark beer? You want a dark beer? Oh, I've oh, seen yeah. this. Aged then, in goat's milk. Then, yeah, <laughs> goat's milk. And he got, he's actually got a goat with him. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Good. And he looks like uh, maybe he came from the Lord of the Rings or something. Okay. And then the bartender's like, how about just a, a beam and ginger? And it's like, yeah, he's like the oh, highball okay. gin beam with the ginger. Yeah. And he drinks and he's like, oh, so great. And so like basically they go through every style of craft beer and just like uh, yeah. slam it. it huh? yeah. yeah. They got like stereotypes of all the dudes at the bar too. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. The big lumberjack dude. So there's probably some truth in it. Well, of <laughs> <Yeah>. course. <laughs> yep. Of course. I need to see this. I haven't ever seen it before. But I mean, it, like as far as IPAs go, like when I talk to people about craft beer, mm-hmm. the first thing, if they don't, if they've never had it or never like adventured into it, the first thing they always say is like, oh, I can't, I can't drink an IPA. I'm it's like, too hoppy. I used to think that. I used to think that. My father-in-law still thinks it. And, mm-hmm. and I've thought it for a long time, but like, then you got to tell them like, well, not every craft beer is an IPA. Right. Or like, I've drank some beers that taste like soda. Like, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Or like, you know, fruit pies yes. or yeah. dessert, like whatever. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, it's out there. We had chili cinnamon roll. Yeah, I remember yes. that. It was a sour, wasn't it? It was, wasn't it? It was something it like was that. A stout, wasn't it? A stout, but it was kind of sour and sweet at the same yeah, time. It yeah, was it was weird. I mean, I've had an ecto cooler beer that was green <laughs> and it tasted like ecto cooler. <laughs> the place in Iowa. Yeah, Barntown yeah. had that. Yeah. So like, it's all over the place. Yeah, you just gotta try it. It's great, and and that's what I think makes this Christmas pack cool too. Yeah, like <laughs> it's fun to get these packs sometimes. Yeah. Um, just to try the different beers, especially I used to get these a lot when I f- was first starting out, mm-hmm. uh, just to see what I liked and didn't, because it kind of is a good way to branch out. Yep. And it's a smart idea for them to then sell individual ones of well, these in, in some sort of packaging. Right. Here's the thing. If they sold old Fezziwig in a six pack, I would, I would buy as many as I could. Like I would just get carts. I would get a keg of that and just yes. keep it on, on the house. <laughs> we'll get to that one. Well, I'm excited to try it. I've never had it. The official uh, description, you touched on it here. Holiday White Ale uses orange peel and holiday spices for a citrusy flavor and a crisp, warm finish. They use crisp too much, honestly. That's crisp, warm finish. I don't, yeah. I mean, I get, I guess I get the crispness because it's, it is like a wheat, 
in a way. There's almost a um, cider type finish mm-hmm. to it, a little bit. I don't know if it's just all that fruit we're getting. Maybe. I don't know, but it tastes good. Yeah. Like I really like this one. I would. I probably will try to find some more of it before it's gone. You know what we should do? Let's let's take a step back here real quick. Okay. We should do the untapped on each one of these as we go through. Oh, that's instead, good. Instead, right? Ooh. So we know. Yeah. So let's go back to reunion. Yeah, we might not be able to figure it out. Right. Exactly. By, by the, the end, end of this. this. Yeah. yeah. True. <laughs> reunion IPA. So the first one okay. we did, right? Uh, Fourteen hundred check-ins. What not do you very think? Many. No, no. Surprisingly, I think this was the first year for it, quite honestly. Which is weird because they call it reunion IPA. Mm-hmm. I wonder why. Mm-hmm. Does it say on the know. bottle. Well, I can't hardly read the font on this thing. It, yeah, it is a little. They've got like a a border on the font. It's kind of weird looking. Kind of makes it look out of focus as Rich. Yeah, said like if you turn the bottle, you can read it. But if you just look at it straight on, the light reflects off this mm-hmm. packaging, and it's hard to read it. it. Makes me feel like I've had more than I have, mm-hmm. to be honest. And I'm not a fan of that. Mm. I want to earn it. Uh, you know, okay. So reunion IPA. I'm gonna be honest. I did not. I did not enjoy Wasn't your it. Your favorite. Um, yeah. I think that it's higher than what I would rate it. Okay. And Ooh. so with that said, I think I'm going to go three, four, eight. Oh, dude, that's about where I was going to go. Okay, I'll bump it up a little. I'll say 3.52. I would go 3.5 to 3.75 for me. Okay. 3.45. Oh. Close. 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 I was gonna say three point four two. I go. Uh, I go like three point two five on this one. I mean, mm, it's just. Yeah. I, I, I see what they're going for. It just. Eh. And a lot of times I like a winter IPA, which is kind of a weird mm-hmm. style. Uh, th- some places have them. Most places don't. But yeah. I don't know. I, I like I like the piney flavor more than I like the piney smell of that beer. Yeah. yeah I, exactly. I agree with you. The flavor was a lot better than the smell. Yeah. So. Holiday White Ale, 11,600 check-ins yep. on this one. Where do you think we land on this one? 17. <laughs> it's super good. It's my favorite. I almost just choked on that. At least a 17. <laughs> I think it's going to three be a 3.81. Uh, I'm going to go 372. 3.54. Oh, people are wrong. Man. See, this is a 375 yeah. all day. Like, if I buy a six-pack of something, which hardly, I don't usually do that, mm. or I don't usually ever, ever drink the same beer twice in a row at home, I would with this one. But this is this is a Brian 5 all day long, right? I mean, Probably. That's, yeah, right. I don't know if I've rated it, but it's at least a, it's at least a four, four, two, five. Yeah. I'd do four. I mean, I think it's it's good. It's I super like drinkable. It. Yeah. I'd buy it again. Yeah. That's, what are you looking for? Yeah. Yeah. And it tastes go. good. Moving on to the winter lager. Winter lager. This one also comes in like a variety of packaging choices. I'll tell you, in my beer journey where I am right now, the loggers and pilsners are are my, that's my wheelhouse. You're back at the beginning, huh? Oh man, yeah. It's a little darker. It is, it is a little, well, here's the thing. When you look at Boston lager, right? I mean, how dark it is. Exactly. Yeah. This should not surprise you one bit. One you know what surprises me is how fast you're drinking those beers. I know. I'm Woo! I'm trying to keep I'm up thirsty. over here. Thirsty. All right. All right. <laughs> we got a lot to get through. I understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got time. Okay. Right. Well, we can slow her down uh, a little no, bit. No, that's okay. I'm, I'm talking too much. I need to just drink the beer. For, <laughs> here we go. For colder nights, lean on winter lager. A crisp, once again, using that word too. Crisp. Much, a crisp bock. 
with citrus and spices. The clementine orange aroma is especially refreshing during the holiday meals and celebrations. Yeah. Clementine. They're very specific about that. Well, it has a specific flavor. Otherwise, I'd just call it orange. Orange. Yeah. Yeah. It does have a Bach color, and it has a pretty good head. Oh, it does. On that. Nice and foamy, biscuity yeah. looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Smells good. Almost a, I mean, it is, that the head is thick. Thick. Mm-hmm. T-H-I-C-C. Mm, double C's. Mm, double C's. Look uh, at that. So, see, that tastes good. That that might be the most perfect pour I think I've ever seen. <laughs> that's like you need ever. a photo of that for your untapped picture. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I've been practicing. I've that been looks practicing. nice. In the Sam Adams taster too. Is that the Sam Adams no, taster? No, oh. no. I should be. I should be. But I'm I'm waiting for the darker ones. Okay. Good. I'm idea. waiting for the darker ones. Yeah. Uh, it says cinnamon, ginger, and and orange peel are perfect for any festivity. So I am curious if Brian's ginger ruins it for you. It's not my favorite. Huh. I am not a ginger person. But it's, I do like this beer. It's milder. Yeah. But I think when you know something's there, yeah. you find it. Yeah. And like if I didn't know that it was there, I don't know if I would find it. But Like, like tomatoes do. for me. Like tomatoes. Yeah. Don't tell me there. I'll just eat it. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> but you tell me it's like, no, done, out. Pick them right. out. Get them out. So a little bit of what I have on here, you can buy this in 12-pack cans. Mm-hmm. You can? Yeah. Oh. Or six-pack bottle. They don't do a 12-pack bottle, but they do 12-pack can. Man. This has Hallertow hops. That was which a fun is one. German. So that yep. goes with the Bach thing. Mm-hmm. Um, ooh, that's, boy, that's some handwriting I wrote there. Spectre Noble hops, maybe? Oh. We'll say that. 22 IBUs. Okay. Yeah. So, eh. Mm-hmm. 5.6%. It's pretty bitter. It's not like hoppy bitter. It's It's just... This is my second. Might be because of the it's my second favorite. Quite yeah, honestly. it's pretty good. It's really good. It's like bitter in like when have you guys ever taken a bite of an orange peel? Oh yeah, it's yeah, kind of yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or like the bitters that they use in drinks. Yeah, yeah. Mixed drink, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. A lot okay. of those are orange bitter. Like mm-hmm. you'll see that. Sometimes. You get a little mm-hmm. extra on the side of the glass, and you're like, oh, whoa, yeah. right? Slaps you around a little mm-hmm. bit. Pow, pow, pow. You know what you're drinking then? Oh, that I, is good. Yeah, I, I really. Next to, we'll get to the old Fezziwig, but next to old Fezziwig, this is my favorite one. This is my favorite one so mm. far. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. So far. It's, yeah. it's been a step up each time for me oh, right now. Oh, wow. So. Mm. I wonder if we can continue that trend. We're going in the correct order. I guess so. The question is, are we going to finish with the Boston Lager? Because you get two of those. Well, I think there. we should do it now. Because it makes sense as far as tra- transitioning from this from one to that. The winter. And to then to the porter and the fizzy wig. Mm, okay. That that would be my, you know, suggestion. Well, let's let's slow down just a bit. Yes. Because I have some information. Oh. Ooh. I want to talk about. Do it. So, 12 beers in the box. Okay. It's Christmas. 12 days of Christmas. 12 days of Christmas. <laughs> Guess what? It's my least favorite Christmas song of all time. Doesn't matter whose version. It's right. so boring. Even the Bob and Doug McKenzie version? Yeah, but that's a different that's okay. a whole different thing. Okay. Guess what? This is my son's favorite Christmas song. No. He requests it no. every time. Once a day. Oh. oh. Once a day we have to play a, a version of this song. And we have a little golden book okay. that we read at nighttime, and it's a Christmas compilation. It has nine books in it. Okay. And one of the books is the Twelve Days of Christmas. And we have to sing it. 
together <laughs> ev- almost every night so far since Thanksgiving. See, things we do with the kids, right? And, I mean, you know, it's just karma. Yeah. I hate this song, and he loves it, so I have to do it. <laughs> so I wanted to do a little information on it, research, and maybe I could unlock the key as to why I hate it. Oh. I don't. Okay. Uh, published in 1780, Whoa. so 30 years after Christmas Carol-ish. Yeah. It's English. Imagine that. Yeah. 12 days of Christmas. Guess what? It's days after Christmas. So wow. that used to be a thing. The 12 days of Christmas, it starts on like Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. Okay. And then it goes past that. I always thought it was leading up to Christmas. Leading up to, right? No, it's after Christmas. Ah. So that was the first thing I learned. Um, originally, there was no music to this. It was more like a chant or a rhyme. Oh. And... It was used to be like a learning tool for kids. It's like a, mem- a memorization thing. Okay. So you could remember all the different things, the numbers tied in with the, you know, whatever, calling birds and the French hens and all mm-hmm. that stuff. Uh, my son thinks it's friendships, by the way. Three friendships, mm-hmm. which is, you know, that's fine. That's fine. Um, it wasn't added music until 1909. So it's it was around almost 200 years before we put music to this Before thing. Before added music mm-hmm. to it. That is super interesting. Yeah. It was a, and then the music that they added to it was just like a traditional old English folk tune that had been used for other stuff before and just fit. Oh. And so they did that. Uh, and the guy that they credit with that was Frederick Austin in 1909. Hmm. They call it a cumulative song. Because you're so, counting? And it's also just adds on top to the next to the next. Hmm. So they call them verses. I... I feel funny calling that a verse because it's just a line and they don't change a whole lot except the number. Mm. Um, but that's how it works. So it's built on top of the next. So it's kind of like a story song. So you need this to get to this to get to this to the very end, right? Okay. Um, the word on was added in 1909. The first day of Christmas is how it goes. Um, and then there was the partridge and the pear tree, that part. But the, there's an actual term on. Can you think of it in the song? On the first day of Christmas? Was added in 1909. What? So it, was, it used to just be the first day of Christmas. The first day, the day of second, Christmas. Yeah. On the first so day. Mean, they added on in 1909. Who, who is they, I guess? Huh. I don't... The guy, Frederick uh, Austin or whatever. Okay, okay. Um, True love sent to me okay. or true love gave to me. Those are, there's two different true variations. I always thought it was gave. Yeah, I, I'm a gave is... is sent is what it really is. What sent to me? Because it was like they were gifting this stuff, so oh. it was a long, he, this guy was a long way away or something. Okay, so that's what it was. But then it has been changed, and now what we consider it to be accurate or mm-hmm. the version. So it is, is gave to me. It has been changed to gave. Mm-hmm. So I'm not just a, this is not like a plus or a, yeah, like yeah, whatever that is. Mandela. It's not a Mandela. Yeah, it originally was called Four Collie Birds. Call, okay. Which it's, now we it says calling. Calling. Birds. I thought they were like singing birds. Collie birds. Uh, I had to dig this up. Uh, in England, in the, back in this time, they were collie because they were coal black birds. So like a crow. Okay. So they look like coal. And that was a term huh. that they used. So they were uh-huh. like, they look like coal. They called them coley birds. And then they changed it, at least from what we understand now, it is calling birds. Mm. Well, it was racist. I think. Five golden rings. That's what we think, right? Five golden rings. Golden. 
everywhere in the world it's gold rings, except the United States. Okay. U.S. versions, it's golden rings. Golden. So, otherwise, it's five gold rings. Uh-huh. Oh, so they just... We had the golden. Uh-huh. Mm. But everywhere else in the whole world, mm. it's gold. Five Interesting. Five Okay. It could be both. It could be both. Well, it is. It, it, it is both. Okay, well, uh, okay. I, will t- I will tell you, because as a <laughs> connoisseur of this song now, not by my choice, sure. I have heard it both ways. Okay. Huh. But that's the American version is golden. I don't know why that is. Um, other countries have similar songs to this with it in their language, mm. because it's just an idea, right? So, sure. Like, whatever. We just add from 1 to 12 and add these things in. Yep. So Scotland has one. Um, Sweden. France. And then this one. I don't, I don't know how to pronounce this. Farce Islands, F-A-R-C-E. I don't know where that is. Don't know where that is. Farsi. Farsi. I know that's a language. Yeah. Maybe that's the song. I don't know. But mm. I always thought it was interesting that most of them, up until the rings, it's birds. Hmm. They love birds in England. In they do love birds. There's a lot of birds in Partridge. it. Partridge. Yeah. There's the hens. The calling yeah, birds. The calling birds. And then there was... Um, the hen turtle doves yeah turtle, turtle doves, doves two yeah. turtle doves yeah. two turtle so three french hens yeah which is they look like chickens honestly for the longest time i just thought turtle doves were like small turtles right <laughs> i really thought that i was young right now okay last year <laughs> like dolan high school two years ago <laughs> um they this is weird i don't even know what this means but they called so originally this was a forfeit game so the kids would play this together, and if they didn't get it right, then they would be out. Oh. Because of the memorization thing. Okay, It was yeah, like helping yeah. them count from 1 to 12. Oh, I understand. So if they got it wrong, then they'd be out, and they'd have to you know, go sit down, mm. and then the rest of the kids would do it. Okay. Whoever got to the end or whatever. I'm surprised it didn't show up on Squid Game, quite honestly. I've but, seen it a couple times on Survivor. Mm, yeah. There yes. you go. Well, there you go. See, <laughs> we both had something witty there for you. <laughs> Best known version. This was in a book. Was it was printed in 1780, and it was a children's book called Mirth Without Mischief. Mirth yeah, without so like fun, mischief. without being you know problematic and breaking stuff, which sounds very dainty and British. Absolutely. To me. So you, that's how that goes. Do you hear the mirth and mischief uh, out outside? Yeah, yeah it sounds like bit. they got into the box of beers today. Oh, I just see. whacked a. It sounded like a uh, glass clinking. I, I whacked my headphones on the on this uh, mm, pop filter here. Right there, right? Yeah. Well, cheers. That sounded pretty good. <laughs> now there, uh, I'm going to give you some more about yeah. this song Yeah. after the next couple of After beers. the next beers. If you hear some uh, excitement in the background, they're putting together all of our toys for our Toys for Tots drive. Oh, is that what's happening? Very yeah. Christmassy. So yeah, Santa so. showed up. Not only on your sweater, yep, but to get the toys. My, yeah, my favorite uh, of of the Christmas season is when we do toys for tots. It's oh yeah, a blast. And we uh, beat the record, our own personal record, really? our own personal record, our own yeah. personal record. Every yeah. year we grow. It's the it's amount of toys that's being up. donated. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. I didn't know that we were going to do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every okay. year we do it. Every year. Oh my god. So it, it's my favorite charity by I, far. It's I, my yeah, dude. I was a toys for tots kid. Yeah, you know, and my mom used to sign up for it all really? the time, and it was kind of cool. So one year, I got Packers gear, like nice. just randomly, or did you put down you like Packers so stuff? So y- you like, so for me, I just remember filling out. My mom was like, gave me a paper or something, and I filled out like my top five or like top ten. I can't remember exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah. but then like myself and all of my siblings, we always got something. 
that was close to or like it right on to what we got. What but yeah. yeah, so I got a, like a football with a Packers logo oh, on it, yeah. and I was like, "This is the best thing ever." Yeah, it was a uh, green and white, and uh, no, green and yeah, it was green and white. Yeah, and mm. then the Packers thing was in yellow. Yellow, and uh, why the Packers? It's been my favorite team forever, but man. Why? Like why? Yeah. Oh, uh, man. So I first got introduced to football by my my grandpa. Okay. And I used to sit up in his recliner on his lap, and we used to watch football together, or golf, or uh, The Price Is Right. The classics. <laughs> the classics. Yeah. He would also watch a lot of um, old 007. Oh, he yeah. watched a lot of westerns. Matt yep. Mash was his favorite show. Mm, so yeah. I would watch all that stuff as that's a, as a, that's a little a grandpa kid. right there. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. So um, the first football game I've ever watched was Green Bay Packers versus I don't even remember who because my favorite color is green and all I cared about was <laughs> that that green team was going to huh? was going to win nice. and they ended up winning the game and uh, I wish I knew what game it was yeah I wish cool. I could just go back and be like oh it was that game um but I had no idea what football was I didn't know what the rules were sure I just paid attention to the score you yeah. know hmm. and I I knew what a touchdown was cuz my grandpa taught me what a touchdown was yeah so, um, yeah, favorite color, green. Green first, Bay, here we are. First football go. game I took interest in, and Green Bay ever since I was four or five. Probably Brett Favre, right? It was, it was Brett Favre. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. And, uh, and I remember Brett Favre leaving. And, oh, yeah, that was a big deal. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like seven or eight years old, and I'm sitting there like, yeah, screw Brett Favre. Like, <laughs> we're going to do great. We have this other guy. Yeah. yeah. He it, turned out pretty he good, He turned too. out pretty good, too, except he just chokes in every NFC championship game oh, out there. But, but I mean, he got, he got one. You know, right. maybe lies about yeah. being vaccinated, vaccinated, but you know, it's all, it's okay. Weird. He's still my guy. He's still my guy. It's okay. <laughs> until he's off the Packers. Yep, yeah. Until he's off the Packers. And then I gotta, I don't know. Hell, you're going to, you're going to be a Steelers fan next year. So uh, there you, go. you know, Oh my, I think, sounds. I think I'm okay where, wherever he goes, I'll just vote for the next guy up because that's, that's what right. I did when Favre left. So that's what you have to do. Yeah. You got to be a fan uh, of the team. You can't, you can't. Right. Chase yeah. players. I can like days. players, but yeah. I don't have to be a fan of the players. Players are great for fantasy. So that's what I was going to say. I was going to say, good luck to you next year when you draft Jordan Love for your fantasy team. <laughs> Just good luck to <laughs> you. Don't do that. No. But do no. enjoy. Yeah. Look, him. I don't even draft Aaron Rodgers. So. No. Which was a mistake this year, I think. Yeah. He doesn't, I don't know. doesn't I don't always know. Carson play. Wentz has doesn't been always, but doing yeah. pretty well. I think Packers have the Christmas game this year. Mm. I think Maybe. I, I think ho, I heard ho, ho. so I'm excited. Well, we're on the uh, untapped for winter logger. 7,700 check-ins. That's more. That uh-huh. is. Well, so this, it's more than reunion. Yeah, cuz reunion was like 1,700 or whatever. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Boy. Um I think 3.76. <sighs> this is a four for me, but I'm gonna go three eight two. Three five six. <sighs> They're right in the middle. Hovering right in the middle. In there. yeah. There's a there's a like a, a hate for Sam Adams out there in it's, the untapped world, I feel so like. Stupid. It's so I think stupid. There is. Because, because they're still... because people are claiming they're not craft, craft enough, right. I guess. Because yeah. they don't have milkshake IPAs mm-hmm. in Delaware. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I, I, here's I, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a whole different story. That's a, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Here's a story I like. 
I'm gonna just drink some of this my old, lager. My old go-to, the Rich's old friend. Where where are you at? It doesn't matter. Let's say you go to I don't even know Chili's. Chili's. Yep. One thing is going to be consistent there. You're gonna get Miller Light, Bush Light, Miller Light, Bud Light, Coors Light, probably, probably Bud Heavy, maybe, and a Sam Adams Boston Lager and or the Sam Adams Seasonal. So yeah, you might generally. Get lucky. Yeah, so I will always default, what's your Sam Adams seasonal? Oh, we don't have that right now. I will take a Boston lager. Boom. There you go. Interesting. Did you do well that? with most things. It absolutely does. Did you do that in Boston for SIA? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you, it tastes different there. Really? It's fresh. On tap. Delicious. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Hmm. Better. That's virtually all I drank. Now, we went to Trillium. Uh, we went to... There was another place we went. I can't remember. Did you go to... Lamplighter. Treehouse uh, isn't in there. No, Treehouse was a ways away. A ways away. No, but Trillium was right there. Like it took us no time to get there. Mm. Uh, and uh, when I would obviously when it's there, I would drink those beers. Everywhere else, I had Boston Lager, and it was awesome. This is lighter in color than the Winter Lager. Mm-hmm. But I guess the Winter Lager is technically a Bach, right? They said. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love Another it. good pour. Yeah. What's he doing over there? <laughs> like, it sounds like he's practicing on the weekends, mm, is what it is. sounds like to me. He is. That's true. Holy smokes. Wow. That looks good. Mm, I love Boston Lager. It's just, yeah. Oh my gosh. Can't, can't say enough good things. This is a good entryway beer for people. Yes. I feel like. Yes. I always have a couple of these at my fridge, mm-hmm. just in case. Yeah. Mostly because they come from these 12 packs. You want something with a little more flavor? Are you <laughs> yeah. smoking Capris? You want to get into oh, like menthol a menthol or something? Maybe. Here you go. Holy smoke. All, All right. right. Yeah, that's Literally, holy smokes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. I could drink <clears throat> a lot a, of that. I have a good story about Boston Lager. Uh oh. It's a little illegal, but it's, oh. it's great. Well, sometimes the best stories are, right? <laughs> maybe it wasn't you. Maybe it was a friend of yours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So this friend of mine. <clears throat> Um, used to work travel construction. Oh uh, yeah, right out of right out of high school, uh, he worked travel construction for I don't know probably five six months. Okay, okay. Uh, when he ended working travel construction with his uncle, mm-hmm. he helped his uncle move out of the housing that they provided for us in a small town in Nebraska. Us is your friend. Right. Yeah. Or, yeah, 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 for yeah. them. Yeah. For, for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got you. Um, mm-hmm. so, We're following. We're following. So uh, we hopped in the car and we drove from... Uh, now, this is legal in Texas. I, I just want to point that oh, out. okay. This wow. is legal in te- Texas. There's a lot. But of, illegal because this person was underage by a year this or, or two years. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Um, so, the driver was his uncle. He was fine. We sure. went from, we drove five and a half hours on the interstate. Yeah. Uh, from one town in Nebraska to to Columbus, Nebraska, my hometown. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, the passenger decided to buy a, um, just one of the big 24 packs of Boston loggers because the plan was we were going to get, they were going to get yeah. back to the um, uh, cabin that their, that their other uncle owned. Okay. Okay. And we were going to have fun. Well, <clears throat> My buddy decided to break into this 24-pack early. Mm. I mean, you know, road beers. You get thirsty. Road beers. Ended up uh, drinking about eight of them. Oh, boy. And about 
in a very short amount of time. I mean, eight or that nine recycled air in the car and mm-hmm. makes you dry yeah, out it was, thirsty. It was pretty quick. Well, he ended up getting a little too tipsy, a little too drunk. Mm-hmm. He started throwing the bottles at signs. Oh, oh that's oh. not good. No. That, <laughs> yeah. That'll grab attention. Yeah, that'll grab attention. Yeah. Uh, so, was this in Missouri, I hope? No, this was in Nebraska. Oh, okay. Hmm. But yeah, so that was my first See, time ever. That's legal in Missouri. <laughs> I don't know about the throwing the bottles, but definitely the drinking as a passenger is legal hey, in Missouri. Well, that, yeah, drinking as a passenger is legal in Texas as well. I, I think throwing the bottles in Missouri is legal. It's probably okay. Really? Yeah, yeah, I bet so. Probably, most likely. Only near meth labs. Yeah. Um, Which is most... Okay. <laughs> I, I just saw football flying through here. I don't, I don't know what's going on, but... So, Toys for Tots, baby. Toys for oh, Tots. that's true. It was his first experience with Boston Loggers, and that memory lives probably rent-free in his mind forever. Mm, with the family. Uh, there's yeah. a, just a little more oomph in it, Boston Lager, than there is the standard yeah. beer. You know? Yeah, for that, sure. That's how you do it in Boston, man. If you tangle with it, it's gonna sometimes it'll bite you. That's how you do yep. it. Yeah. And, he, and this friend can still drink Boston lagers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's good. I love me some Boston, though. That The city's just fun. Mm-hmm. It's just fun. I'll tell you now, today, my buddy is, uh, he's gotten a lot more mature and kind of looks back at those things. Well, like know, man, a lot. Well, I mean, maybe a little like, no. bit. Okay. I think you're giving him too much credit. Well, he, you know, he says there's a little bit of regret there, but... Yeah. It, you do what Not you do. Much. You do what you do. do what you do. You that's do what a, you that's do. That's a good quote. Yeah. That's how it works. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. What do I have down for this? Do I have anything written down for this one? For Boston uh, Lager? One, two, I guess no. three, four, five. No. Six, seven, eight. <laughs> See, this is where I thought we'd go off the rails, no. right? We're, no. <laughs> Pairs well with duck, turkey, and Thai food, mm. beef stew. Oh, yeah. Carrot cake. So gingerbread and apple pie. I've made beef stew with Boston Lager. Oh, before. have you? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a dinty mm-hmm. more style, but homemade. But homemade. Yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. Pour that beer right in there. Right in there. You save a little bit for you, right? The chef has to try the well, beer. Well, sure. Yeah, you have to taste it. Yeah, of course. <laughs> how do you know what you're cooking if you don't taste it? That's how my grill does not work unless it has an open beer on the grill. I just saw Mr. Ryan look in here because he loves Boston Lager, and he was he either looked pissed. Or he was, he has a doctor's appointment today to go to uh, get some blood work done. Oh, he's a little nervous. Yeah. So, and, yeah. He, can't, and he can't, he's fasting. So he can't, oh, he have, can't have the Boston no. water. Well, luckily we drank it all. It looks right. Like. Yeah. That's for him. Uh, we didn't we, do that for us. We did it for him. We did it for mm-hmm. him. Yeah. We, we took that bullet for him. This one's for us though. I think old Fezziwig is oh, next. Oh man. Okay. Here we go. Fezziwig. 25 so, IBUs. So, yep. a little bit more than a winter lager. Yep. Sweet toffee flavor with chocolate and cinnamon. Ginger again. Eh. Orange peel. Yeah. So, some of these things are reoccurring in the box. Orange, orange mm-hmm. peel, nutmeg, and cinnamon. Those are holiday flavors. They're in these beers. That that pour was not as good it as It was Golden terrible. Spiller. No, it was terrible. I feel... I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm glad this isn't... It, it didn't isn't spill, though, which no, is no. good. Right. I spilled earlier. You did. Yeah. Old Fizzy Wig was first released in 2004. That label was before was, I was on Untapped. The label was cooler then. Not by many years, though. Well, I think. Like the character that inspired it, this spiced ale is warm, festive, and worthy of a celebration all its own. Its full body accom- accompanies a deep malt character with notes of sweet toffee and rich dark caramel. Mm, not caramel. Yeah, well, you know. Caramel. It's fancy. So, Old Fezziwig comes from the Christmas Carol. Yes, it does. If you didn't know that, we talked about that last mm-hmm. episode. Um, 
Yeah, he was Scrooge's like boss and mentor. It's the uh, opposite of Scrooge. He kind of was because he had fun and like spent the money on a party. Mm-hmm. Where Scrooge was like, mm, "You can have half a piece of coal today." Humbug, bah humbug. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. If you listened to last week, you would know about that. <sighs> this one. I'm gonna I'm gonna cherish this. Smells I'm gonna, good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. This is my. You're gonna favorite. take your time on this one. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, it smells really good. If if they spiced Boston Lager, that's what you get. This is what you get. Mm. Do uh, they have this in like no six no twelve? No. They should. They should. I say you you look like you've researched this part. A hundred percent. I asked I asked the bartender at Sam Adams when we were there. I asked oh. the dude working in the gift shop. Yeah. Uh, I actually had it there. It was on tap. It was even more amazing than Ooh. in this. It was. Oh my goodness! That sounds good. Oh my! Oh man! I it's was, weird that you can go so, here. It's such a like a giant in the industry. It's weird that you can go there, and it's so small. It is. It is yeah. so small. Yeah. Is it by design that they don't have it in six packs? Uh, I think so. The limited yeah. availability. It wasn't available last year, and people oh. lost their shit that it really? wasn't available in the in at the all. Yeah. Right. So it, they were like, was in there. "Screw you, Sam Adams. We're gonna buy more of this white." well maybe i I did look there's there's a number of uh of the uh, knockoffs right so you can homebrew Uh, this or oh like recipes absolutely okay yeah i went and looked it up so crazy what style is it technically do we know it's a i you know what i don't know it's not a winter warmer Mm. it just says seasonal rich and spiced on the bottle it doesn't really say um spiced ale Hmm. So it, it could be anything. Deep like malt character with notes of toffee and caramel. We already talked about that, but it just says spiced ale, warm and festive. Uh, untapped says it's an old ale. Old, uh, old English ale. style. So an English style. Okay. I mean, it's, it's not that far away from a pumpkin beer, if you think about it and you taste it. It's a little darker than a pumpkin beer. Mm-hmm. But it's got some of the same spice yep. notes. Mm. Yep. I'd rather have this one. The, oh, man. The what, details, how did you get this? In a pint? Uh, yes. There? Yeah. Okay. I wow. had tasters, and then I, I intentionally got this in a you pint. You said I need a pint. To the point where, like, uh, Mike Combs, who was with me, and Steve Seitner, and then Combs, uh, his sister and brother-in-law. Oh, because they're, they're East Coasters, yeah. They're East Coasters. And his brother-in-law was fairly hammered at that point. That happens. And yeah. he was yeah. like, this isn't craft beer. And they had to take <laughs> oh, him outside. Boy, they took yeah. him out. Oh, yeah. no. Security. Yeah. And I'm like, look, guys, I only get here like once every couple of years. So yeah, don't and, ban me. And they're I like, don't know these people. You can stay as long as you want. Sir. I need old Fezzy wig. Yep. So uh, tell me uh, in the on, dra- on tap, mm-hmm. is it more spiced? Is it? No. Like, how was it better? Yeah. It, it just is. I, I don't even know if fresher is a way Fresher. To, I, no, I understand that. <sighs> cleaner, understand maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it just, I don't even know. I don't, I can't explain it. This is a beer that would taste good warm-ish. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is kind of why we left it towards mm-hmm. the end. It's almost like a mold, you know what I mean? Like a mold wine, like when it's yes. warmed up on purpose. Mold. With mold spices. Yeah. Not mold like M O L D, like yeah. some cheeses and things, mm-hmm. but um, mold with molding spices. That's kind of what it tastes like to me. Mm. The, the untapped it description is spicy and bold, a big Christmas cookie of a beer. I kind of get that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, with like almost, yeah, some sweetness, some can't like hard, fr- like stone fruits, I guess they would call that maybe. Yep. Mm-hmm. Plum. Yep. Mm. That's good. I like that one. Yeah. 
Mm. I wish they had it in a six pack. I would buy more <laughs> of it. Mm-hmm. Sam, is that his name? No, mm. Tim. Was it Tim? Jim. 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 Again, Hard to read on this. The font just <laughs> messed me up. There, there are a lot of dudes I look up to in business, right? Yeah. It, there's. If I could meet one of them, uh-huh. it's Jim Cook. Yeah. You could I, say, "Hey, thank you. Absolutely loved your book. Yep. Old Fezziwig and six or twelve packs, yep. please. Yeah, please, please, please. Wish with the cherry on top. Yep." That'll get it done. I just love when he does interviews. He always has a mm-hmm. a Boston Lager there. He pours it and he drinks it. Awesome. We might have talked about this before. Do you have you ever seen the episode of when Conan goes there? Yes, yes. Oh God, so yes. great. I have to look at that. Yeah. Oh, this sounds so, interesting. It's so great. Yeah, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Is that the one where then he makes the suicide of all uh-huh. the beers? Of all drinks the beers, it. drinks it. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh no. I mean, good old <laughs> Conan. Sounds like something I would do. But he did it. He did it. Well, that's Jim that's Cook fun. right there. That friend that's of yours fun. who had the Boston Lockers would definitely do that. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. He he probably, he probably did, did that. Yeah. yeah, maybe. Yeah. What's fun because when they did that in that interview, mm-hmm. they're in the beer hall. Yeah, like the... Right yeah. there. And I've drank beer in that beer hall before. Oh, that's the one. I've never been in that oh, one. Man, I've awesome. never been there. You need to go. Hmm. It's like a. It's I've like only the, been to Boston. The mecca of craft beer. It's the. It's. It's kind of where craft beer was born on the East, East Coast. Coast. Yeah, hmm. that's right. true. So, I guess you know some would argue you know, Sierra Nevada, whatever on the yeah. West Coast. Anchor Steam even. Anchor Steam before that. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. Was Anchor Steam before? Yeah. Eighteen hundreds for Anchor Steam. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, what's his name? I always forget his name from Sierra Nevada. Was buying old equipment from Anchor Steam. Ah. Still a hundred years later than uh, Sam Smith. Yes, mm-hmm. you're right. There you go. History. All right, history, history. Here's some more history. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Here's some famous. I'm going to using quote fingers. Okay, versions of the Twelve Days of Christmas song. Bing Crosby and the Andrews Sisters. Okay, they released one in 1949, and that was like a hit. Okay. So if you're listening to like a classic Christmas channel, maybe um, Holiday Traditions on Sirius XM. It's one of my favorites right now. Yeah. Me mm-hmm. too. Raycon of Singers. Heard of them. They have a version that's about 1965-ish that's okay. kind of popular. Uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks did a version. Yes. <laughs> uh, the Sinatra Family. They had a Christmas album that came out in 68. Family. Yeah. So it's got him. It's got Nancy, Nancy Sinatra, his daughter. Yeah. Okay. It has another, oh, it's like a, his wife maybe and a son. It's not awesome. Um, but there is a song on there that Nancy does and she says, Sock it to me Santa. Which was around the time of uh, Laugh-In. Laugh-In. Sock so, it to me. Yeah. So that made that popular. So wow. in 68, there's a, whatever song it is, she says, Sock it to me Santa. Whoa. Whatever. Uh, and then John Denver and the Muppets. Yeah. So John Denver oh. had a Christmas album previous, and then he had one with the Muppets, and they do this song and, and version. Uh, there's a Jimmy Buffett version. Oh. They call it the Parrot Head version. So it's not exact. It's different things. You know, it's probably like the sixth day of Christmas, my true love brought to me mm-hmm. some Land Shark lager because he's mm. involved with that beer. I love me some Land Shark. It's not bad. Yeah. Um, there's a, a Maori version. Oh, one more time. Maori. Okay. So this is the um, native peoples of New Zealand. Oh. So those are the ones that do the hakas or whatever you'll see sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a version in New Zealand of this song, and it's 
to New Zealand standards, so it's things that they talk about in New Zealand. Any uh, didgeridoo show up in I there? I hope maybe? so. Man, I hope so. <clears throat> Bob and Doug McKenzie. Yeah. 1982. It's my favorite. That came out. It's my favorite. Um, the theme, this song was the theme to a show in the late 90s, early 2000s on the CMT channel that Tom Arnold was the host of. Okay. And it was called 12 Days of Redneck Christmas. <laughs> And they would go around and look at light displays at like trailer parks and do all sorts of stuff. That was the song they used. And then um, Faye McKay. She's like a standard singer back in the 50s, early 60s when cocktails were a thing. Okay. So she changed it from the 12 days of Christmas to the like 12 drinks of Christmas. Okay. So it was all about like martinis and Manhattans and whatever. Like when, you know. The 50s and 60s, that was when dad came home from work and you made him a drink or whatever. A little shaky. Yes. So that was yeah. a thing. So that that was a, I don't know. Hmm. Changed the version, same tune, same idea. Yeah. They just made it about cocktails hmm. with his, you know, Jim Beam and Ginger or whatever it was. <laughs> but that's how, that's how that goes. So there's a lot of versions out there. I hate them all. <laughs> so in the end... This is where we get is you hate them all. I just, it's just so boring. <laughs> it's so boring. I mean, on the first day of Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> you already started it on the first. Yeah. I mean, if you want to go traditional, you got to go say the. Oh, yeah. The first day of Christmas. It, it misses something. It's My missing. true love sent to me. I mean, that's the, that's just the way they did it. I, I, I don't agree. I don't know if it's right or wrong, but that's just how they did it. Okay, let's do uh, Untapped on Old Fezziwig then. Okay. 95,500 I mean, It's been in the box a long time. Long time. 2004, 95,000 check-ins. But here's the other thing. People don't like Sam Adams. Think about think about that when you go for your rating here. 358. 358. Mm-hmm. 381. 339. <gasps> People are dumb. The Turn, off. Turn this off, Dolan. Turn oh. this off. This is, oh. I can't even go forward on this. All three, right, three, five three, seconds what? of silence. 339, yeah. I'm just kidding. We didn't shut okay, it off. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is the lowest rated beer? Yes. So far? Yes. It is the lowest rated beer. Wow. Well, that's not true. 339 uh, on the... Oh, no. I'm sorry. I just gave you away the last one. So. I didn't hear it, so... There we go. Okay. Wait. 339 on the next 339 one? 339 on both. Yeah, that's stupid. Uh, People are stupid. I don't understand. I don't understand. What are you looking for? I, I don't get it. I don't care for that at all. No. Not one bit. I... I'm I drink still, that beer all the time. That was that is really good. No, no. I'm still on the up and up. Every beer so far really? has been better. Still, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will say, okay, maybe Boston Lager and Winter Lager. It's yeah. so they're uh, close. They're close. But the Winter Lager, I I kind of liked it more just because it was darker. Yeah, I liked it. I but, did too. Uh, I kind of mm-hmm. liked it better than the Boston Lager. Like I'm, you're you're poor, heavy dude. pours, heavy, heavy. <laughs> you're just like throw it in there. <laughs> Dolan's over here like caressing it and just making it perfect. <laughs> yeah, it happens. It does. Yeah. It's the shape of the glass. I found these tasters are really easy to pour in. It definitely helps. Yeah, that's true. meant for a Bud Light. Yeah, yeah. Well, probably not even a Bud Light. They probably didn't have Bud Light back then. That's made for a Budweiser. The Budweiser, the old Pizza Hut glass, uh-huh. the old eight ounce Pizza Hut glass, the standard. Yep. So the Holiday Porter, the last one in the box, uh, dark and robust. Do they make a standard porter? 
ever? Uh, I want to say yes. They do, okay. But I don't know. I, I, I'm going to say yes. It'd be interesting to be someplace that makes that you can get all of their beers. Because I know they make a lot more than what we get. Right. Maybe on the East Coast you can get all of them? There was... So if you go to Doyle's, which Doyle's? is... Doyle's? which is right down the street. So if you go, you go through the, uh, the Sam Adams Brewery Oh, tour. this is in Boston. Okay, is in Boston. that's an Irish name for yes. sure. Doyle's. So okay. Doyle's is probably, it, it's a very short little bus ride. In fact, they run a free shuttle between Doyle's and Sam Adams. So you walk out of the tasting room and there's a shuttle there usually during normal business hours. Sure. And they will take you down to Doyle's. And Doyle's was the first place that bought Sam Adams. So he packed up his uh, briefcase full of beers <laughs> And walked he went them down there. And he walked them down to the first, the closest bar he could go to, and that was Doyle's. And Doyle's was the first place that said, yes, I'll buy it. The first place that didn't say, get out get of here. Get out of here. Yeah, yeah. we, we talked about this yeah. uh, on our Sam Adams episode, right? Episode number mm-hmm. 100, I believe. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so you can still do that. And they will get, Doyle's will get special beers, too, because mm. of that. And they're fish and chips. Oh, Probably okay. the best fish and so chips I've ever had. You gotta yeah, go there. And Doyle's is pretty so small good. as well. It's right? not very big. No. It's, yeah. Now it's since expanded. So like they knocked down a wall and they took over the next building over and stuff. Right. And yeah. If you ever are in Boston and you do the tour of Sam Adams, definitely take the take the shuttle. shuttle because that dude is super animated. You can look him up on YouTube. He is oh, the awesome. shuttle driver. Oh, the shuttle driver. Yeah. So he like owns the shuttle, and this is his deal, or what? I think he's employed by Doyle's oh, to so get he, people to go just there to bring them there. Okay. Right. And wow. then he tells the story of how Jim Cook would you know sold Sam Adams, and that's super animated. That's cool. Like, Doyle's. We don't have anything like that. No. 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 Interesting. It's beer history, right? There. No. Everybody out here is. Uh, just not per- not Mark Tweening it, but <laughs> <laughs> all the breweries around here mostly are in like the strip mall, unfortunately. Mm. Well, Dolan, they all got better for you. Yeah, until right now. Uh-oh. Oh, you oh. don't know. He hasn't tried it. Yet. I haven't tried okay. it yet. Okay, okay. Well, it smells see. like chocolate. I will say that it, it does. Smells, it's, it's got very, a roasty smell. Very roasty, nutty. If you like this the most, I will be shocked. I'll be shocked. <sighs> it's dry. It is. Yeah. yeah, you know, you're right. Yeah. Um, it, I don't like it the most. I don't know. It's it's not bad. It's not bad. It's I, I just go to dry. Yeah. It yeah. makes me thirsty after I drink this one, <laughs> if I that guess, makes sense. I guess, I, look, I'm not necessarily a porter fan. It doesn't look like a porter to me no, either. No, it doesn't. It's not, it's not dark It's enough. almost, it's more like a... I don't know, like a like, like a double brown mm, or something. Like a, like, yeah, I was like gonna a, say it tastes more nutty. Yeah. It, it, it tastes real nutty. Yeah, for sure. A doppel bock. Yeah, yes. doppel. Usually porters are at least the color of a stout. Yeah, if not, you know, the body is different. But that's that that's kind of been my thing. Is look, if I'm gonna drink a stout, just if I'm gonna drink something darker, uh huh, eh, just give me the stout. That's how I've felt forever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Just skip that porter for me. That's how it works. Now. I like it more than the IPA. Um, that's about it. Yeah, that's about it. For me, I like it better than the IPA. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to count the Boston Lager in here as the as the rest of them go, though. Like, yeah. 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 As far as the mixture of styles go, mm-hmm. pretty cool. Pretty different. Mm-hmm. There's some mm-hmm. themes that run through it, which is kind of nice, like the orange peel and yeah. like some of the cinnamon and nutmeg. I was it shows say, up a couple times. It, it will all each one of these beers will work at any 
holiday. I mm-hmm. mean, not even just Christmas, right. but right. I mean, it'll work very well. This porter would have been better with some of that flavor in it. Some cinnamon or nutmeg. Maybe some right. spice yeah, in it. Yeah. Even right. orange peel, because chocolate mm-hmm. and oranges go together. Go together. Yeah. So I th- it, for me, this is missing just a little bit of something mm-hmm. to, to tie it in with the holidays and, and kick it up, because I don't yeah. get holiday porter. No. It, that's what they're calling no. it. Now, here's the thing. Like you said, if, if somebody rolled into a holiday party with this box, we'd be best friends. Yeah. I would sit down right next to this dude. I'd drink the white ales right away. I'd well, take those go. two out of the that box, and good. I'd be like, I, I don't you even know like, where they were. I what happened know. here? I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand what happened. Mm. Oh. All right, so uh, I have a couple, three questions for you okay. guys. Let's. You got anything else? You got anything um, I think I, no, I think I'm good. So uh, we, let me let me read yeah. the last thing I wrote about the porter. Mm-hmm. Finishes with traditional English fuggles. No fuggle tops again. Fuggles there really. You go. And it says, uh, oh, and and Goldings too. Mm. So those were the two we had in the Samuel Smith. Mm. You know, kind of changed my point of view maybe. So a little it's bit traditional. Then. I see what they're doing. English. Yep. It is. It is more of an English style than an American for sure. And I guess those hops kind of tie it together. So Dolan just lined them up in uh, that's his order, order of his I favorite, think. I think. Yeah. So oh boy, he's with a, you. Fezziwig's exactly number one. Mine too. Exactly. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. Same. Yeah. Fezziwig, mm-hmm. Winter Lager, Holiday White Ale, Boston Lager, Holiday Porter, Reunion. I think the the IPA last. So I think that's that's how I would rank them. Mm-hmm. I don't. For I don't sure. disagree. I can't disagree with that one bit. Because I could go back and forth between Fezziwig and, and Winter Lager yep. all night. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fun to have a big old, oh, like, 24-ounce yeah. Steiner <laughs> of the first three. Yep. Even oh, the first yeah, four. Yeah, first four. And say, four, like, yeah. well, which one do I like the best? And then the next thing you know, it's you're it's after Christmas. And then you pass out. Yeah. 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 So this Rich is, how, how would you rank it? Me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Holiday White yeah. is number one. Yeah. And then I'd probably go Fezziwig, yep. just because mm-hmm. of the spice flavor was nice. Yeah. Winter Lager, right where it's at. Yep. Uh, then I'd probably go Sam Adams, then I'd go the IPA, and then I'd go the Porter. Interesting. Yeah, so we weren't too far off then. The only thing for me about the Porter is just there's no flavor other yeah, than the standard right. thing. Like the other ones has, you know, the holiday mm-hmm. kind of tie-in that you get. And the Sam Adams, this the Boston Lager is just a good beer. So that's a good point. I mean, the IPA still had the winter spice mm-hmm. flavor to it. Yeah, right. Which is weird for an IPA. And I, I wouldn't, think, you know, I wouldn't order that all the time. But it'd be, I'd get one. I now that I know that they use those hops, I see what they're going for. I have a little more respect for the beer. Okay, quite honestly, that yeah, yeah it, it's. They're going for a niche there. Yeah. And like just more of an English holiday style. Than absolutely. What, what and you said the, the holiday porter was 339 on Untapped? 339 out of 44,900 check ins. So what was the most checked in one? That, that was one? Fezziwig, 95,000. Yeah, then 44,000 on this one at a 339. Even more than Boston Lager? Oh, I didn't check. Boston yeah, Lager is in millions. The, oh, yeah. In the multi, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't. I just that was a bonus. For That's us, the so. fun thing about those mixed twelve packs, and it, yeah. it doesn't have to be Christmas ones. They all, every, like a lot of big breweries make them. You take it to a place, and everybody's gonna probably like something different as the number one, which is fun. Absolutely, it's a good way to discover things. Oh yeah, for sure. I think if my wife were to drink it, I think her 
her order would be a lot different. I'm pretty sure her number one would be the Holiday Porter. Really? Wow. Yeah, she's pretty... She likes... Dark beers and coffee, right? Yeah, but she likes the basic, you know, porter flavor. It's when porters go out and, like, you know, they add peanut butter or they add... Sure. Peppermint or... Peppermint yeah, or sure. something. That's mm-hmm. when she doesn't like them. Hmm. But if they're just chocolate, caramel, like... Roasty. Roasty. roasty yeah. Like, that's huh. that's her thing. So. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, definitely, I think... Well, and they're not so strong as a stout, you know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. And that's definitely going to be... Um, I mean, there's something here for everybody, I think, for yeah. sure. Yeah. I really enjoy this Christmas pack. And I and I do think as much maybe the porter doesn't have all of the spice that the other ones do, they still fit in the same... It's kind of like an album with music, you know? They yeah. all... Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's they like track four. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we like got through the two to keep you going and then like one more before we flip it over. Right. right. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. It's like, here's this one that sort of fits... But it gives you something different from the rest of the album, but it still fits because mm-hmm. the style is still there. I think uh, Primus, their greatest hits album is called They Can't All Be Hits. Well, <laughs> this is, that's one of those songs. That's it's not one a hit, of them. Sure. but it's not a B, it's not like a B side. Right. Yeah. 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 It's not Jerry was a race car driver. Right. When mm-hmm. it was known as Big yeah. Brown Beaver. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. yeah. All right. So as we wrap up Christmas for this year, I got three Christmas questions okay. for you. Okay. All right. I want your favorite Christmas memory. Go. Okay. In 1986, I went on the farm Christmas time. I got this G.I. Joe mobile um, thing that the, was the mobile command center? Yes. Oh, and then it would like goodness. fold onto each other and you put yeah. all your guys in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also was sick and I threw up that year and I didn't have to go to church. <laughs> so that was awesome. There you go. 1986. Oh, man. Dolan, go uh, I've got two, and I, d- I don't know which one to decide. Okay. So one, it was, I was very young, and it did not snow on Christmas. It was actually really, really nice out, okay. um, and I played with my cousins outside all day, mm. and then we came in, we opened presents, and whatever, and then there was home videos of it, and I was just like a camera hog and so (laughs) and it's funny because i don't really necessarily remember the day but i remember watching the home videos sure and like i just looked like the happiest kid in the world like nothing was wrong so that one but then the other one was actually 2020 um most people would think as 2020 is like a pretty bad year yeah uh and me included but christmas 2020 was awesome Hmm. um I, uh, my wife surprised me with one of the bases that I've wanted ever mm. since as a, I, that I've ever wanted since I was in high school or since I started playing guitar. Wow. Um, and so she surprised me with that bass and that was the only time I've ever cried over a gift. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. So, do it. Mm. um, it sounds pretty bad that your favorite christmas memory is over a gift but well, it was it that's was kind of who you are though so yeah. it makes sense yeah she she knows what's important to you yeah yeah, yeah. which is yeah. also showing she's supporting you right yes in in what you like to do so right. that's pretty cool yeah and yeah. so that's awesome that's my those nice. are my two rich nintendo entertainment system oh, yeah. uh, i can't I remember that 85 too. maybe oh you got it early Oh my goodness, we loved it. It was the best. It was the best. We got ours in '88. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, it was awesome. Yeah. NES. It was awesome. So. What game? 
well, I mean, the first game it was just Mario. Yeah. Right? yeah. I mean, that's just we just got what it came with. You because got the it Mario. Was so freaking expensive. We got Mario mm-hmm. slash Duck Hunt. Duck Hunt. There you go. Yes. I was waiting for the Duck mm-hmm. Hunt. Yeah. Yeah. Mario. That's so cool. Yeah. Do you know you can control the ducks with the second controller? Yeah. So um, didn't know that. What? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I actually True. didn't get to play an NES until like. 2017 18 my cousin still has one um and i went to christmas out there for uh in in iowa my dad's side of the family and uh he was the one that showed me that he's like Mm. you can control the ducks i'm like well i didn't know you can control any of that i've never played this game ever so this Mm. is awesome i just stood centimeters from the screen Mm. that's how i did it (laughs) we melted our brains on that Mm -hmm. that freaking oh my gosh that's awesome nintendo all right, favorite Christmas song. Go. Oh, my God. Come on, you got it. You um, got it. I like I'll Be Home for Christmas because it's sad. Because they know they're not going to be home mm-hmm. for Christmas. They're lying. They're yeah. lying to their whoever, their wife, their mom, their right. girlfriend, their whoever it is. Whoever. They're saying, I'll be there, but they know they're not going to be there. But only in my dreams. I love a sad Christmas song. Man. I have a huge playlist just of sad Christmas songs. My wife actually won't put up blue Christmas lights because her grandma used to say the blue Christmas lights made her sad. It reminded her of like when the troops left for uh, World War II yeah. and that we, that it was blue lights. And so blue lights made her sad. Oh. There you go. That's why mm-hmm. blue Christmas is a sad song. Right. There you go. Yeah. The Elvis version is sad. Oh, I love that. Sure. Don't go. Uh, I'm going to have to go with rocking around. The Christmas tree. Brenda Lee. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, um, Home Alone. Yep. The yeah. movie. Yep. yep. That's what got me into that. Uh, if you want to hear a new Christmas song this year, okay. Ed Sheeran and Elton John. Elton John. Yeah. It's not yeah. bad. It's I called, posted on our music Facebook page the other day. Yeah. Oh, it, it's on called, Friday. uh, Merry Christmas, I think. Yep, just, just Merry Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> the video is yeah. fun. Look at them I trying to. Didn't watch the video. Listen to the song. I enjoyed it. Go ahead and check the uh, Healthcare Travelers Music Club yeah. and go to Friday mm. a couple weeks ago, and uh, it's there. There you go. Yeah. Blue Christmas, Elvis. It yeah. wasn't Christmas until my mom got out the Elvis Christmas album. Oh, yeah, the LP, with, like, the record. The, the wreath with Elvis's face in the yep. middle of it. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> that's pretty good. Right there, right? <laughs> I mean, that, and then I know it's Christmas time. Right there. So the second best version of that is Porky Pig. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You've heard that one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yep. That's yep. a pretty good version. All right, last question. Favorite Christmas movie? Go. Uh, it's got to be Charlie Brown's Christmas. Mm, okay. That's for me. I mean, I already said mine. Home Alone. Yep. The yeah. only correct answer is Die Hard. <laughs> That's why we, yeah. <laughs> hey, our Toys for Tots team, Bruce Willis. So there you go. Here Boom. we go. <laughs> All ties back around. Well, there you go. So no matter where you are or what you're doing, Christmas is, I, I, I hope you had a good Christmas, having a good Christmas. If you're on a contract and you're not around family, hopefully you had people around you to hang out with. So yeah. I'm lucky enough to hang out with these two jokers here and mm. uh, and have some Christmas beers and, and enjoy each other's company. So uh, from all of us here at Atlas to all of you out there, Merry Christmas, uh, Happy New Year. Yeah. There you go. Let's have a let's have another beer. A humbug. Let's have another box of beer. Um, okay. Thank you for listening to A Beer with Atlas. Special thanks to our brand team for producing the show. Each episode of A Beer with Atlas is powered by Atlas Medstaff, an industry leader in travel healthcare staffing.